I have a confession to make. I am a wannabe stand-up comic. For anyone who's been listening to our first few episodes, this isn't exactly news. You can see how I try to sneak in for a quick one-liner. You can hear how I try to change the tone of my voice to get some cheap laughs. Yeah, you can smell the hack on me a mile away. Yet, despite never getting past a few low-profile gigs and a slew of open mic nights, I feel like I still have the experience to speak to something we all acknowledge as an issue. PC culture is ruining comedy as we know it. Every comedian, even a podcaster in a basement, has a reason to hate political correctness. It limits our targets. It kills our envelope-pushing ways. And it tries to make us feel bad for attempting to make people feel good. Jokes are jokes. Whether those jokes involve chickens entering traffic or terrorists entering goats is irrelevant. If it's something that affects people on a meaningful level, there's something worth laughing at. If you're one of those people who find a need to be offended, there's the door. Being offended is a meaningless goddamn emotion. I'm an Irish Italian from Long Island. You can spend the next four hours making fun of me. My body hair, bad accent, annoying grandmother, 83 Camaro. I do nothing but laugh the entire time, because they're jokes. So when Dave Chappelle makes fun of crackers being lame, it's not because he doesn't like white people, it's because he's mocking a stereotype. When Rich Voss, a white Jewish comedian, makes fun of black people's tax evasion, he's mocking the ridiculousness of the claim, not supporting the claim itself. It's a pattern as old as time. Pick on the things people most discuss among themselves, find some common ground, and poke fun until it hurts. Yet even though we all know stereotypes are based in a minute level of truth, we now pussyfoot around these topics for fear of hurting someone's feelings, even when the goal is to get them to laugh, not cry. Comedy, more than any other art form, is subjective. The things that make me laugh likely won't make my mother laugh, and the things that make her laugh likely won't make anyone laugh. There are very few things that make us all laugh in this world. So I find it completely hypocritical that comedians continue to face heat for making jokes about things like mental retardation, while Tom Hanks and Leo DiCaprio win countless Oscars for playing challenged characters as giant stereotypes for two hours apiece. They were labeled brave. A comedian would be deemed insensitive. Over the course of history, the most successful comedy comes from things that make us uncomfortable. It makes us uneasy. It makes us think. But today, a whole new generation of entitled pricks suddenly gets hyper-conscious about words and feelings without ever using their ability to simply look away. With 1,000 channels per cable provider, limitless web options, and the ability to not buy a ticket for a comedy club or movie, there is zero reason anyone needs to subject themselves to comedy they don't agree with. Look, if you like banal, generic humor, all you gotta do is stay awake until 11.35 p.m and you can watch talk show hosts riff about the day's events with all the edge of a wet tampon. They offend no one but the devout, and they somehow still garner laughs from people, mostly those in the rectangular states. Being politically correct may come across as sensitive and aware and conscious of those around you, but what it actually indicates is that you're closed off to other points of view, points of view that stray from your own points of view that just might not get you laid by the wholesome girls at those peaceful protests and rallies. In fact, by closing your mind to quote-unquote offensive jokes, you're effectively being prejudiced against a unique style of thought. Come to think of it, it's like being prejudiced against someone just for being different. Hmm, judging someone for being different doesn't sound very politically correct to me. 
Tonight, three guys who share a very similar sense of humor are going to try and discuss all the things in comedy that bring us together, and more importantly, the things that don't. But before we get into this heated topic, I need a minute to jam. Maestro, hit that music. Needless to say, I'm Craig. You heard Brad. Yes, you have. And Mike's with us as well. What's up? And occasionally Leslie's here. If you want to, from across the room, yell a little. Say hi. <laughs> hi. <laughs> Sitting here listening to what Brad had to say previously, talking about the problems with PC, this political correctness that's plagued the planet. For the past few years, well, maybe even a little longer than that, and it just seems to be getting worse and worse. And, I mean, to a point, I, I, it's disgusting. It's offensive. <laughs> I'm getting offended I, by people getting offended. I am completely offended by people who are offended. Yeah, it's just, it's complete insanity. It just, I think it just seems like more prevalent now because more media coverage is out there. You know what I mean? It's like, it's always been there. I mean, since day one, there, well, there'll always be PC. Between that and social media as well. I yeah. mean, now everybody is connected. Like, the world right. is connected and connected in real time. That's the difference, too. Agreed. So mm-hmm. somebody says, you know, one thing if, you know, someone like Anthony Jeselnik says something at a comedy club and a couple of people talk about it and it fades away, you know what I mean? But now it doesn't fade away because, you know, people are immediately in the yeah, audience picking up their phone. This scumbag just said something, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And people on Twitter pick up on it. And the next thing you know, they're trying to force the guy to apologize. It used to be that if you weren't watching the show, you'd have to wait till the next day to get the news about something that happened. Maybe it's right. at the Oscars. Yeah. Somebody decided to make a political statement at the Oscars on stage when accepting their award. Okay, and it used to be, not that long ago, that it would happen, and then the next day, the newspapers would get a hold of it. Right. And then a week later, People Magazine would get a hold of it. And by the time they tried to tell everybody that they needed to be offended... The event was already over. It was done. Okay, exactly. and right. we didn't get all butthurt about it because it was done. And we moved on with our lives. Yes. Now, okay, I find out that Chris Pratt and Anna Faris are breaking up, and it's headline news in real time. In fact, I may know more about their breakup than Chris Pratt and Anna Faris. <laughs> yes, exactly. exactly. Yeah. And it's obnoxious it because is. they're trying to explain who's right and who's wrong, and everybody's got opinion about it. And when it comes back to comedy... People make statements uh, that are, you know, on Twitter or on Facebook, and they post things, and it might be reactive. It might be their immediate reaction to something, something they might even regret 10 minutes later. But that was their reaction. And because they, they posted it. it, it's immortalized and cemented right. into history. That's and as a result, they're always labeled this way. Right. Not that long ago, Mel Gibson... Okay, came out and made a whole <laughs> bunch of anti-Semitic remarks, yep. okay, trying to push the agenda of the Catholic Church and, and just hurting both, you know, uh, the, the Jewish faith 
and the Catholic and faith, the Catholic faith, all at once in his own career. But that didn't happen overnight. That took time. It was a yes. pattern of behavior. It was a history. Fans. Okay, and his fans right, agree. Yeah. All of these things happened over time, and it re- you know we eventually not learned. Not too long me- ago, you're right. That was just what. Probably 10 years, 15, 15, 15 years ago. Years yeah, ago. Yeah. When we learned Mel Gibson's kind of a scumbag. And we're okay with that because, you know, in real life, Mel Gibson's a scumbag. But if some, if Mel Gibson went on Twitter now and made a one comment, it could theoretically define would, his whole career. There would be right. hashtags. That's the thing. You're right. You're going. totally right about that, Brad. One headline can totally define your, the rest of your career or your life it's, or whatever. Nowadays, and it's devastating. And then the, the hollow is. apology that has to come after is, it, it pains me sometimes. It's even worse I wish to that. At some point, I wish that someone would just say, I'm not, I said it. There what am I going to apologize for? There are people, it was a joke. There are I was being sarcastic. There are definitely people out there that Oh, well, that. yeah, but I and mean. Those are, the, those are the people that, you know, it's. Yeah. Fun watching those people speak and I mean, shit. I watch people that stick to their guns, man. How many people at this table have used the term retarded oh, to describe somebody's behavior? I think I said it four times today. Exactly. You're not saying it to uh, offend retarded people. Exactly. No. You're saying it almost like a slang. Just we, like in, we in Rhode Island, we say that's that gay. Which means that's like stupid or whatever. Like it doesn't mean like nothing about gay people. Like right. the same, it's the same thing. It's the, it's the way it's like a connotation of kinda, how you're saying I mean, it. Yeah. People get so offended and so ridiculous about stupid things you say. It's like they pick everything apart. It's like you can't even say anything. You and you know, not for anything. Anymore. But what does the word retarded actually mean? It means slowed, slowed, slowed. Okay, and you can actually retard progress yes, on a retard number of progress. things. Actually, calling somebody mentally retarded is offensive. You're supposed to call them mentally t- challenged. Yes, you know? and yes, actually they're. Probably change it six times since we started since this we started. podcast. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but yes. the word retarded actually means slowed. Oh, and yeah. if you're actually saying something that is clearly not up to speed with the rest it of the conversation, retarded. technically it's not an offensive term. Right. Now, I don't want this to become a, a whole language thing and all no, that. No. Not really what we're talking about tonight, but it kind of ties into the idea of stand up comedy. Where 40 years ago, Archie Bunker was saying things that were way ahead of the curve. Okay, and were they offensive to a lot of people? Yes. Big time. But it was done in a humorous context. And they yes. were jokes. They were jokes. And today, because Twitter and everybody reacting, everybody's so worried about how many followers they have on Twitter and on it's Facebook, ridiculous. they've lost sight of the plot is that, speak your mind, comedy is based on honesty. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Honesty. And, and you just nailed it right there. Honesty. Because all these all these people who are all politically correctly offended, it's bullshit. Look deep in your heart if you're offended by any of this crap. I mean, seriously, by by a a comedian that's trying to make people laugh. I mean, if you're gonna be offended by that, that's that's bullshit. You're just trying to the, the way I see it. There's people trying to stir shit up and trying to be a part of something that's fake. That's what I see it as. And you know, the whole PC culture—that's what it's all about—is try to uh, try to stir up shit where it's not to try to lift yourself up, to make yourself to make yourself yourself look enlightened, look higher than everybody else. I'm fighting for you people. That's bullshit. 
Exactly. It's called turn the TV off, turn the radio off. You don't like it, don't listen, don't buy the ticket. Exactly. You don't have to make a big thing about it and be a big dude. But occasionally, Leslie, been that way. great point. <laughs> Real great point. But Brad, yeah. really? Seriously, though, it's always been that way. Now, why is it different all of a sudden now? Back in the day, I mean, there was all kinds of shit like old comics did that over and over. Well, there was no Twitter. Exactly. People's it's like merit a, as a, as a celebrity was not measured by the amount of followers that, they had. Yes, exactly. it was measured huge. by album sales. You're right. Okay, and ticket sales, and how many people showed up to come see me, and how many people tuned in on a Friday night to watch my show. Now what's happening is, you, you know, you've got the Twitter and you've got the Facebook and you've got the social media, and everybody's so worried about their immediate presence. Are you trending? The immediate. Right. Are presence. you trending? And then also, what else is trending? Okay, it was like five years ago that there was this guy in Africa killing everybody, Coney. And yeah. we, we all had to yeah, get yeah, Coney. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. The first hashtag that resonated with me, Coney2012, we gotta get Coney. This guy's doing some really bad shit down in Africa. <laughs> Meanwhile, people have been murdering for diamonds Forever. for 50 fucking it, years yeah, in Africa. Yeah. Pillaging the land. But no, That's, there's a hashtag now. This shit must be serious. It must be real. Yeah, Let's exactly. get Coney. It's ridiculous. Did you're we right. ever get Coney? No. You're right. Coney, yes, no, we didn't me, because no. the hashtag expired and they moved on to something else. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's all about the, it's, it was a phase. And it's a, it's and all about keep being part of something fake, if you ask me. For it the sucks. record, we're going to have Coney on the show next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, he's actually waiting like, my like shed said, right now. As we speak. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I gotta go run out some popcorn yeah. to him in a minute. But <laughs> he's listening in right now. He's fine. It's like the nicest place he stayed. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's yeah. listening in. Right Absolutely, now. but he hasn't murdered anybody in days. No, it's been days. <laughs> I'll be out there and give you a popcorn in a minute. You know, yeah. and, and pretty yeah, soon, as soon as we let him out, new hashtag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah there you See? go. And it starts all over again. Coney twenty seventeen. Right. Yeah, that, you know that's a rare thing. That's so obvious, but what? It's like that I'm right? No. I'm saying that you are so. That's so obvious, but people don't actually like break down and talk about that. You know what I mean? It's like just a, like a pass, kind of. You Agreed. know what I mean? That's how it's, they're it's, words. It's, yeah, they're words. They're jokes. There's certain things. Like I mean, I. I'm not going to apologize for certain jokes that I make. Yeah. You know? Like you talked about with stereotypes. Um, and even that. They're funny. Stereotypes, I think, to, to me, are some of the funniest things of course. you can joke well, about. Because they don't happen by accident. Because they don't happen by accident. Not There's only a that, touch of truth every to one it. Of us, every one of us uh, ha- can, can have a stereotypical joke made against them. Yes. Every one of us. And they exactly. have. And they have. Most of this evening. So yes, exactly. exactly. Like every day you guys come we've down been here. here so for, we've been here for two and a half hours. Yeah, it's like two and, and a half, 40 we jokes in a big fat Italian and joke. And all we done. did was just tear, so yeah. <laughs> tear each other Wait a minute, you call me fat? I'm said, offended. I was talking yeah. about the joke, the adjective. Your body's <laughs> the no, joke. you're not, not your body shaming. No, I was body shaming. Yeah. Hey, I was talking I mean, about the joke. The joke was fat. No, if no. I was body shaming, it was going to be against you. If you were body shaming, body shaming. If you were body shaming, body it would be against you. I got to tell you though. Yeah. Yeah. To, to be honest, guys, <laughs> my my identification is of somebody thinner than I actually am. You so identify. I with really a hope you person. identify. Yeah, I identify as somebody skinnier than you too. <laughs> I wish that was true, pal. Yeah, I wish that right. was true. But but honestly. I, no. I'm so tired 
of everybody being afraid to speak their mind and make jokes. Stereotypes happen for a reason. Exactly. Yes. Okay, when something happens over and over again and it's repeated behavior and repeated like characteristics Asians driving into other cars. Exactly. Go with this. <laughs> right. Run with it. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. You're going to get caught. I mean, you, you know, know they're not good drivers. Law, somebody burns a house. Yeah. Friggin' every day, he's gonna be called a burglar. You friggin', yeah. you, you go, you go to the United States, you take pictures of shit. You know, hey, it doesn't necessarily. Terrorist. It's a stereotype. Terrorist? Does Terrorist. it mean that every Terrorist. single Asian is crashing into shit? Yeah, my, my wife crashes into shit all the time. She's not Asian, but <laughs> she know? squints a lot. But she's a woman. She does. <laughs> but she's a woman <laughs> driver. Andy crashes. But oh. not every woman. But not every woman driver is a bad driver. <laughs> It's just, just but most it's a stereotype. Most it's you know what I mean? Because yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You're but that's offended. what I'm saying. You're not a bad. You're not a bad driver. I've driven what? in a car with you a thousand what? times. It's not that you're worse. Me? Uh, yeah, I'm worse. But I mean, it's it's a stereotype. You know, I like, like I said, like grandma, Asians. Dude. You know, it's funny. Ha ha. Asians are bad drivers. Ha ha. But dude, they're fucking great at fucking math. You know what I mean? That's so, stereotypical. Exactly. And you so, know what's crazy? That's a positive stereotype. And they're still and offended, offended by, it. by but it. You know what? But that, that's the point. If I had well, listen, an Asian listen, friend. Listen. And I walked in here right now. Yeah. I would introduce you to him. I'd be like, hey, look, guys. I just bought a new calculator. <laughs> yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And you know Good I would one. do that. Of course you would. And I would do it. Not behind his back. Exactly. And I would do it to his face as a joke to be funny. You know what I mean? And if we're hanging around together, he would already know that for one thing. You know what I mean? Like, See, the funny like thing- I've said before, my sister's ex-boyfriend, Adam. Right? Great kid. We had to, went to Disney World together. We had a blast. And that was one of the funniest things. So we're in Disney World. We're hanging out, me and him. And, uh, you know, he's, he's black. He's Whatever. It never bothered me, not for a second. You know what I mean? He's a great kid. We had a lot of fun together. So we were sitting there, and, you know, he was, he, he asked me for something. I forgot what it was. And it was like, and I said, oh, what are you going to do to surprise me next? Jump in the pool and swim? So he just loses it, laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then the whole time, like, he was like, oh, you know, it was just back and forth, banter all night between the two of us. You know, like, oh, this is a good song. Why don't you get up and dance? He's telling me, you know, and stuff. You know? Yeah. And there was nothing. Not once did he look at me with a grimace on his face like, you disgusting bastard. Yeah. Nothing. Because he knew that I was joking. He knew I wasn't trying to hurt his feelings. I wasn't, you know what I mean? It was a joke. It was making fun of a stereotype. Yes. You know what I mean? And, and I think that's the key here, is that comedians, like I mentioned in the rant, Dave Chappelle doesn't hate white people. Dave Chappelle yeah. loves white people because they fill up 60% yeah, of his fucking audience. audience. Yes, they exactly. Money. Okay, they're making him a shit ton of money. Exactly. Okay, a guy like Dave Chappelle who makes fun of white people, okay, whether it's the obvious jokes like the dancing, yeah, or if it's something more about their behaviors, you know, most of the jokes that he makes are actually about how hesitant white people are. Because we're almost apologetic for being white. For, yes. Okay, got- I'm a white male. And according to the universe, at least according to Twitter, I should be apologetic for everything. You're right. And guilty. That's Absolutely. What- I yeah. should feel guilty <laughs> for having a job where I sit in front of a computer. Yeah. That, you know, that's my fault. 
And, I, and apparently I'm hurting the human race by doing so. Bullshit. Yeah. All right? But that's what Dave Chappelle jokes about. It's not that he doesn't like white people. It's that he's making fun of the fears that we have because of built-in guilt. Inherited guilt, I should say. Okay? And a guy like Rich Voss, who I also mentioned during the rant, he's an unapologetic Jew from Jersey. Yeah. Okay, and he comes out and he makes fun of Jewish people and he makes fun of white people. Then he makes fun of black people and, and he does it without skipping a beat. And I guarantee you, he's wicked good with his money. <laughs> right? He's probably got a fantastic. I must as a say, though, no, I spend most of it. I must no, say, no, but, but I'm saying, you know, <laughs> but even that, that's a, there's a, there's a stereotype right there. Jews are great with their money, right? Okay, so oh. I'm offended. You said that I have fantastic savings and my checkbook is balanced. <laughs> that's what, I, that's what, I was, what, that's what I'm talking about. You, know, what the you have wonderful financial yeah. skills. Yeah. Right? Not all stereotypes are bad. And no, another thing but, I'd like to interject about Dave Chappelle, he makes big a lot of jokes about black people. Yes. Tons of jokes yes. about black people. But he makes the, jokes does about his everyone. black audience get offended? No. No. That's At least the way I don't it think should so. be. Of course not. From what I cool, hear, it, it's funny that we keep bringing up Dave Chappelle. Chappelle is actually catching a lot of fire. Yeah, he is. For his new special, which apparently is the first 20 minutes of the show, makes fun of people who are quote unquote transphobic. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. And so this is becoming an issue, and maybe we're dating the episode, but no. at the end of the day, he's making fun of people who are going out of their way to be different, and yet people are giving him shit for being honest about an opinion. Yeah. That's yeah. that's what pisses me off. You hit it, right? Again, you keep hitting these nails. You should be a cop now, not a comedian. Maybe but, I should but be anyway, But anyway, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But that's another one right there. I mean... But there's a ton of comedians that have been doing it for years. I mean, yeah, you know, I, th- I really think the media thing and the Twitter thing is has really ramped up all this crap. People can just sit at home and do whatever. They don't have to go out and watch a show. Well, let me They'll give just, you a Twitter example. You know? I'm barely on Twitter. I, I use it mostly to play hashtag games. I try to do it to build up my personal brand a little bit. But I'm not active on it like I am on Facebook, and Craig can attest this, and so can you, Mike. I mean, you guys see what I do on yeah. Facebook. I like to have yeah. a few laughs. Yeah. On Twitter, it's a little different because everything's so immediate. So yes. immediate. And one time, I was watching a Yankee-Mets game. I'm a Mets fan, and so it's real easy to make fun of the I'm Yankee sorry. fans. Yeah, everybody's sorry. I'm a Mets fan, but at least you know I'm not a frontrunner. Yeah, you a Yankee right? fan. No, God, no. But in the and you'll see why in this Twitter comment there was a, a cutaway on the screen of a bunch of kids chanting for Derek Jeter at the time who was still playing, yeah. and they had their arms going. And I said, "Yeah, the Yankee faithful looks like the Hitler Youth." <laughs> yep. And that went out on Twitter and hashtag Yankees. So anybody who was looking at yeah. hashtag Yankees saw, saw that. that. Yeah. Within minutes, my phone lit up like a goddamn Christmas no tree. Shit. With all this hate mail from people, not only Yankee fans, but also people who felt that my comment was in quote unquote poor taste. Poor so, in other yeah, words, I you saw did four children on the TV screen in, you know, rhythmically with their arms yeah. pumping. Hail Jeter. Hail, <laughs> Hail Jeter. Hail Jeter. And I mean, honestly, he was a short mustache away from getting that reaction. <laughs> and yet. I was the one catching heat on yeah, that's and for what it was a, it was an observation. It was the, funny, 
But that's an observation. But we can't. You can't be uh, like discouraged or pissed off about that because I didn't delete normal. the goddamn thing. I, yeah, that's no, normal. Exactly. That's a normal. thing. I wrote that's him a, back and I said, "Take a fucking joke." That's a reaction yes. you have. I mean, if you make a comment out there and it means nothing, you ain't gonna get any reaction. Something People you suck. do like that, you stir people's, <laughs> you stir people's emotions and shit. That's what you want to do. And that's what you're good at. The best comedy in the world pushes the envelope. Exactly. It pushes people's buttons. Makes people talk. Makes and people it think. makes them uncomfortable. Right. The best humor in the world was uncomfortable. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. We're all talking you about... you cringe a little bit and you go, ooh, and you, you know? Yeah. I mentioned you, Archie Bunker. Does anybody talk about when Archie said nice things to Edith? No. no. But we all talk about his views on exactly. race relations. Exactly. Yes. All right? And we don't talk about... George Carlin, his early days when he was doing hammy radio bits. Right. We talk yeah. about his seven goddamn dirty, dirty words. And, yeah. he, and he does it. And to this day, even though he's been dead 10 years, okay, we're still talking about those seven dirty words because it pushed the envelope. And I think comedy being the last vestige of true honesty and entertainment has to be pushing the envelope. It has, it to. has to be uncomfortable. Otherwise, it's not working. It's My comment on Twitter made somebody uncomfortable. And yes. their reaction was to, to fight Actually, back. take time out of their day to respond to your comment to say that it hurt their fucking feelings. To that person, it I It didn't say, even hurt their feelings. Pussy. They, <laughs> they, Suck they, it up. They were worried about hurting other people's yes. feelings. Yes. Like, it wasn't even there. someone else. They white-knighted. Like, they came yeah. in on their horse and white-knighted... And say, yes. I'm going to speak on behalf of anybody who's of German anybody, yeah. or all the Jews or anything. Anybody who's not affiliated with the Nazi party. I'm going to speak on behalf of them. And they tore me a new asshole on Twitter and I laughed at it. Because you, like you mentioned, they took time out of their day to give me credence. Yeah. Do you know what else I got in that five minutes that she was reaming me? Another hundred likes exactly. and a countless exactly. retweets because it was a goddamn joke. It was a joke and it was funny. And it so was a good one. About it, exactly. Around. I mean, you know, you, you've had a, l a little uh, experience and everything, but comedians are a lot like explorers if you think about it. Run with this. Right? I'm curious. Because I, I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> well, look, uh, comedians, they, they test waters everywhere they go. They'll they'll test a joke here and there, you know what I mean. Something explodes. They'll go on, and it, that's the way I see it. I mean, it's it's it, it is yeah, kind of tough to be a comedian. It's regional. Got, yeah, <laughs> as well. well, it can be regional. It can be regional. It can be. But they're I mean, like explorers, like so, exploring, like touching subjects that people are uncomfortable about talking about. Frankly, you know? I'm uncomfortable with you talking about touching. Yep. <laughs> Why? You weren't comfortable. You were well, I left my children night. home tonight, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, there is a reason. Because I mean, you didn't want to. Never mind. You had shows like. Um, <laughs> you, we talked about Archie Bunker. Then you had the opposite with Sanford and Son, the Jeffersons. You know what the I mean? They went the opposite. It wasn't the opposite. Racism is racism. No, I'm saying, but I'm saying from the opposite side of the. Yeah. Of the An opposite of the perspective piece, of the same problem. Of the same problem. Yes. And I could watch both those shows. And laugh at both of them because they're both equally funny. Let exactly. me ask you a question because the two of you are Portuguese. Yes. I'm not. An Italian guy made a Your show. Your dick would be way bigger if it wasn't. Well, thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> if an Italian guy made a show. If no. an Italian guy, they made, if I made a show and there was an Italian guy 
and then he made fun of a Portuguese family the entire show. Oh, Portuguese would have killed him. <laughs> but why? Were they offended? No, they wouldn't. They'd How would you make fun of him? Would he like put his trash out and then the Portuguese guy come pick through it and then bring all the good stuff back into his house? There would be a little bit yeah. of that. There would be a little bit of that. It would be about, you know, we're going to buy up an entire block in a small beachfront town. Yeah. And then, then basically move my daughter in there and then yeah, complain when she always thing. comes over. Yeah. But then, <laughs> yeah. You're right, though. You're right. I mean, co- comedy does have so would, many, like, dimensions to it because people, I, I, yeah, you got to think about people's, like, thoughts, too, the way they think about, you know, things like that. Not all people think well, the same way. So it's like you gotta you got to grab, like, like something that's gonna make everyone. No, no, what's great is that's you what, actually talk you know, about you talk about that right locally and actually nationally now they've they've started to travel. Is a group of guys that got started on YouTube and Facebook that are from Fall River, which is you know yeah ten oh miles away. God, it's a town in so Massachusetts funny. called. Um, the Portuguese skits <laughs> so funny, and dude. all they do is short skits, and every skit is a stereotypical. That's all it is. Portuguese, Portuguese. family. That's <laughs> all they make fun of, is and it, they're hilarious. But who are you they targeting? I mean? Are they only targeting no, it, Portuguese that's thing, people? But that's they, the thing. Because if you if you're not a Portuguese, you don't know about all certain things. You won't get most of them. Most of them you won't get, but some of them. So but, you're right. It, it, it is like locally targeted and stuff. It, I it guess. is, but I mean, but still, it's. But what they what they're doing is mocking the stereotype. Yeah, and which I mean, they talked, which Brad talked about right. earlier, is mocking a stereotype. You, it's not that you mean it. No, it's you're just, actually like if I say something, it's a, you know, like like I said earlier about Asians, you know, bad drivers. I'm not uh, against Asians driving no. or getting their driver's licenses. No, and cuz to be honest with you, what's the percentage? It's probably very low. It's just <laughs> funny, you know what I mean? It's, it's just funny. And to me it's funny and I'm not trying to hurt anybody no, by no it. There's no offensive it's, properties it's, at it's, all about the way we talk about no. things like that. Uh, you know, but it, but nowadays like the whole thing with the with Twitter be, and everything it's everybody's out there to grasp that, that um, uh, you know that that freaking. No, to Cut be on the high <laughs> horse. No, no, but to, but no, to, uh, like, like that, Brad said earlier, white knight in to come running right. in, like to protect, like to be a savior. You know, this it's like a savior against. What? I just think it's funny that you guys are making the uh, you're missing the obvious joke. Okay, Asians. Maybe the worst drivers in the world, but they're building the cars with the most yeah, safety features right. built in. <laughs> Why on earth is nobody jumping on the fact that, well, maybe they need them? You're right. Because <laughs> it's not funny. But, no, not because funny. that joke is too obvious and it would offend too many people on Twitter. And right. there's only oh, a handful God. of comedians or actors that would actually embrace that. Yes. And there are some that do. Okay, and and they but they remain niche comics. Yeah, that's the whole okay, thing. When they should it's, be tremendous. The lot, a lot of the comics that that we like are 
technically underground comics because they're not mainstream. You you know they might have a half hour HBO special. They'll do or a, a half hour. Yeah. You know a comedy. You know they will because it. But they what do you call it? Tonight? No, you you're know, right. But but twenty the years show's ago, not going to have them on. But twenty years to do ago, a set. that comic would have you know, sold out a huge friggin'. I don't place. know if that's true. Twenty I years think it's ago. True. Yeah. I think 30, 40 years ago, you might get a Richard Pryor well, doing Well, 20 years arena. ago, yeah, you're right. Okay, wow, but look I'm at old. Amy Schumer. Look at Amy Schumer, though. Amy Schumer was right? a girl who, she was edgy, she was fresh. Okay, she was somebody who really pushed the envelope for women. Well, she's gotten bashed a thousand times and been forced to apologize. Okay, but then she stopped doing anything edgy so she could get those old Navy commercials. Yeah, exactly. And get those endorsements. That's she did Bud Light Once and all these it. other things. Yeah. And now, and she made, she was a female lead in a couple romantic comedies. She's trying to build well, a new... She's out right now in one uh, movie um, with, uh, what's her name? With Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. That yeah. was six months ago, but okay. No, I just saw the preview just before we came downstairs. Yeah, to come on cable. Yeah, it's coming on fucking DVD. I am on Blu-ray. Begging you to leave this fucking house. It's coming out. It's coming out. For the love of Christ, leave this fucking house. Look, I wouldn't watch it anyway, so it doesn't... No, it's a piece of trash. I watched it. It's not good. But it's not the point. The point is, this is a girl who literally had the ability to be not only a comic that was being edgy and pushing envelopes and addressing the mainstream, but she also had the ability to be the first female to really do that. Yes. Joan Rivers was edgy. Oh, man. Yes. Okay? But Joan Rivers... Because she was saying things that ladies wouldn't say. Exactly. And you know Amy what I mean? Had, nobody's she, done that she, since she did that. Yeah. She did that from there's day been one. Plenty well, there's plenty Lisa of, Lampanelli. Joan Rivers Lisa did Lampanelli that from day one. Lisa Lampanelli was so racist with her comments, and she's hilarious. Yes. She, she was awesome, but she spent so much time now talking about her weight loss... And yes, how she's that a different. She lost, that it, she yeah. lost it all. She lost yeah. her edge. Half mm-hmm. of her gig now is talking about wow. being formally fat. Yeah, and she makes the obvious jokes. Now I don't gotta fuck black guys. Well, listen, blah, blah, yeah, blah. yeah, 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 yeah. But so, she yeah. lost. She she lost the plot, and so did Amy. Amy yep. used to come on radio shows like O and A and Stern, and she killed it. And now Amy is so hell bent on pushing her next movie or exactly. her next endorsement. It's not just her. It's not that her I'll last, tell you her truth, last stand up. I really horrible. don't think. But it's Chris her. Rock never sold out. Nope. Chris Rock made a shit ton of movies. Well, it's because he's black. Go with this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, what? He's black, right? Mm-mm. That's all he wanted to say. All right, but anyway, Amy Schumer. Right? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> This could have been epic. Yeah. No, but seriously, obviously she's got people around her that freaking uh, corralling her in, and she listens to them, and you know they get well, when, that What did she get famous for? Being for edgy. Being edgy. Exactly. And then she, people, I mean, she came out of nowhere. That's what sucks. on a Comedy Central roast. They threw her up there. Yeah. And then bang. That's the first time I've seen her. Yeah, it was on a roll. And I think she still got it in her. She does see oh, that community. Some people around her. Her last Netflix special was so embarrassing. It's got the lowest rating. It was horrible. It was wasn't funny at all. I hate no. to say it, but I seriously think it's the people around her that are. You know, it's all about the money. Well, sure. Now, now, now that Chris well, Rock. Chris Rock, yes. Black aside. No, I mean Chris that was, Rock still pisses people off. Yes, yes. And that's awesome. I love. Is that it because he's black? Because he's no. male? What is it? It's because he wants to keep pissing people off, and it's funny. It's not even that he shouldn't be pissing people off. He's hilarious. He is. He is so Chappelle. He mocks, same story. He mocks exactly. stereotypes of his own race, other every races, race. every race. He just goes with every it. Every race. And he's funny because he's spot on. 
He's he, not. You know what I mean? That's the thing. He's spot on. He's not. That's the thing with Chris Rock too. It's because he's fucking spot on. Could and, a white guy do that? And he does, no, no. There's no way. Because Amy, I mean, I hate to say there's it, no but way. as a female comic, she's still facing a disadvantage. And I'm talking about a girl who headlined Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so yeah. Clearly, there's not a disadvantage. I should have said woman. I'm sorry. I didn't mean girl. No, but but see, girl, don't, come don't, on. What, I'm doing it now. I'm so you just, you you just self corrected yourself. But this is a person. Yeah. Yeah, girl. yeah, you can't say girl or no. woman. No, this we can't on this show. This is a don't that shit. person with that female idea, genitalia. <laughs> no. Well, it, maybe. Well, we don't know. <laughs> no. we so don't it's know. a person with long blonde hair. Can we say that? Yes, we All can. Right. And, and I don't know if it's still blonde. It might not be blonde but anymore. But at this point, Amy Schumer, yep. I don't know her personally, Amy Schumer had the you ability to, though, to huh? do something great, and she blew it. But if... If she was male, would she be getting the same kind of no neutering? Because that's no what way. it is. Yep. They neuter her, I guess she's female, so she was spayed. But that, that, that leads into, how about other comedians with certain jokes, the, the too soon jokes. That's too soon yes. to to, to uh, make a joke about Bullshit. that. Give me an I example. Mean, what was too soon? Gilbert Godfrey. Well, the, the same day that uh, Chester today, Bennington actually. died, I actually posted... <laughs> online that I it was sad the guy you know I di- I didn't deny the fact that the guy I said I was immediately sad when I heard about Chester Bennington's Who's Chester uh, Bennington? the lead singer from Lincoln Park yeah when I said you know I felt immediately felt bad for his family his friends and him it was terrible it was a That's sad thing it, but then I immediately felt bad for myself because I knew for the fucking next two weeks I was going to have to listen to Lincoln Park on a fucking oh retirement basis. Oh, my God, yes. Listen <laughs> to my words. Oh, my God. My lyrics right. fucking suck. Yeah. That's all I heard. Okay, edit. Complete Sorry. disclaimer. Yeah. Not, not Chester Bennington. Yeah. No, definitely not. But no, Tell I agree with know. you, man. And you know what was worse than the radio playing this song? I can turn off the radio, but if... I Social media is a part of my job. Yeah. I have to be on Facebook. And anybody who's ever brushed up against a Linkin Park song had to post the same five fucking songs. Yeah. Yes, and that's the other because thing, Because they too. care. Cause, yeah. Because they're in touch. <laughs> the they false. give a the shit. The false. Oh, okay, so um, wait, wait, wait. You oh, want to cut out me singing that, but you want to keep that in? Okay, let's go. Let's do I'm this. I'm going to post a... Uh, you know, oh, I'm not going to post later. for the next hour as a moment of silence. Oh, my for God. So, so gay. It's like, shut the fuck up. Wait, you what know? did you say? It's gay. No. Gay. Oh, wait. Not. Uh, what am I so, though, did you mean that those we two got... posts were going to fuck each other? I don't know. Yeah, we... <laughs> Homosexually in the rectum. In the, only in the if they were both males. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. I assume they <laughs> were not... male. I'm sorry. Gay females could also do the little bump and grind. They mm-hmm. can. Yes, they can. But not. They yeah. scissor, right? They, 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 they sit there and try point. to pretend that that actually works. <laughs> I know. Such no, bullshit. but I, I mean, the apologies, the scissor. Wait, We need a video, man. No, we need well, a video. Yeah, no, we, well, we're fun. definitely going to set a video. Have they ever been lesbians that have like suction cup together by accident? It had to be... Like plucked apart by an EMT crew. Is that like docking for women? Yeah. One of them sneezed and then that was it. Yeah. They were fucking oh, stuck. We, Is that like docking for women? We we need. 
We need to actually check the Google statistics. Yeah. To see, <laughs> Google see what, what was the search uh, volume for unexpected vacuum? You know, because I know, yeah. <laughs> you know, like those fucking things, like those suction cups things. You lick them, slap them on glasses, stuck together. You figured oh, match those. Man. I always figured it was more like watching a snail in the, yeah. early, in the early morning. <laughs> You know, you're up at six in Florida. You oh, check you your sliding glass door. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there happens to be a snail there leaving a trail. That's what I always thought it was like. <laughs> but if there's a vacuum and a suction, I am intrigued. I am intrigued too. And a little offended. <laughs> and, a do, little offended. and a little offended. We should think about this for a topic for the next show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> vaginal suction. Next yes. week. Vaginal next week. Suction. Needless to say. Yeah. Yes. But I mean, so. You know, we've got, unapologetically, we've gone off and talked about things that we've Wait, tried. we had bullet points? I had no, no idea. But I'm saying, Fuck you know, it, man. We, we've like, talked, because it's, it's sickening. It is. The we, there's not a person at this table right now that has anything against um, other races. Or any brains. Sexes. Or, exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. I don't care. I don't, I don't care... Who you want to sleep with, what you want to do, what you want to identify as. That's your business, not mine. Right. You don't need my approval. Right. So, it doesn't matter. But then you know why do I mean? we need their approval to say the to words say, that we're... Yes. Well, that's what we do. Exactly. We, grew up, we grew up that way. Uh, we grew up that way. Now, it's it, this is what we've... And we, so now I have this, you know, if I say, you I have explain to watch what I say when I say something. Or if you say something and you're classic, you're going to explain Can I, I, no. I'm going to go into a classic story about me and my wife who is college educated. Educated? Very good job. Smart girl. Oh and boy. then at the same time, not mean? so smart. Shitty judgment in <laughs> men. Shitty judgment in we men. We had watched... Um, Clerks 2. Oh. Right? The, you know the what you're going to right? No. That was the ass to mouth one. Well, ATM, uh, yes. baby. Yes. Rosario you know, Dawson talks ATM. about ATM the whole, in that movie. The whole time. You know, you know she's going to hear this, Craig. Before you go on, you know she's going to hear this, right? Whatever. Okay. So, the whole time that we're um, watching the movie, she that scene comes up where Randall starts saying, Porch Monkey. <laughs> And Dante, and Dante is like, what are you talking about? He's like, what? My grandmother used to say it all the time. And he's like, your grandmother was a racist. <laughs> and he's like, no, she was Such not my grandmother. Movie. You know? And he's like, funny. he's like, no, he thought, you know, he thought it was a made up word. Yeah. So then he kept saying he was going to bring it back. Maybe and he taped <laughs> Porch Monkey on the back of his shirt. <laughs> right? So, you know, I'm laughing through the whole thing. I'm watching it. My wife's laughing. And that very same day we leave because we had watched it early in the day. We go oh out, God. so we go. We're we're in a grocery store, and my wife just as loud as we're talking right now to each other. She's, at me. She's like, "Hey, something, blah blah blah, porch monkey." I'm like, "Are you out of your fucking mind? <laughs> what in the, the fuck is wrong with all you?" Kinds of people right? at the grocery store. <laughs> so, she, right? Oh man! So I'm fucking. I I, I'm like, are you fucking serious? Did you just say that? And she's like, what? I mean, totally shocked. Looks at me she like, what? Get it. What? It's not and I'm a like, typical thing. Fucking was... scream, porch monkey in the middle of fucking <laughs> in a busy freaking grocery store. She had no idea that it was a racial. She thought it was actually a made up word in the movie. 
Oh my god. She had no idea that it was a racial term. When I told is her it that it was term? actually... Or it wasn't made up in it, the movie. How do you know it's a racial term? Do you call people porch monkeys all the time? Where did that come from? Where did you hear that? Eddie Murphy oh, that, talks that, about that, that, it in fucking Delirious <laughs> from no, what, 1982? Look at you kowtowing to him. See? What? You know he's, he's fucking it. with you and you're I know still he explaining is, but it. No, he knows, I'm but, saying he does, but he did explain it. It's a it. real word. Well, we all right? know that, yeah. including this jackass Yeah, exactly. Right and I'm going to fucking... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's but so, yeah. So my wife did, <laughs> my wife did that. Toes, man. My wife did that in the middle of... And when I told her, she was... Fucking appalled. She must have been well, you like, want to so hear censorships? Oh, yeah. she was so embarrassed, and, and 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 like and and the worst. And it was so innocent because she really she thought know, that it was just was. a word made like up. She for would the do movie. that. She never would never do that. She Fran would no. never ever. She I got a story that, that takes life. censorship to the next level. My daughter, now now nine years old, three years old, on the there's a ferry that goes from New London, Connecticut to Long Island, my home. And so we take that often to go see my family. We're on the ferry, okay, and she goes by. And she had just learned in preschool at three years old about flags. And so the boat's going by. And if you know anything about this part of the country, there's a tremendous homosexual population. And they tend to stay by the beach. Well, sure enough, a boat goes by with a rainbow flag. Going by the front. <laughs> I see where this is going. I, I bet love you it. do. Oh, dear. <laughs> I absolutely This love is it. a softball swing away, yeah. my friend. But sure enough, my daughter screams off the side of the boat on a crowded ferry. Hundreds of people. Look at the rainbow fag. <laughs> <laughs> and they were all like, hey. I, gra- I grabbed my daughter and took her inside and I'm like we never say that and this poor kid thought I was saying never say Say flag flag. yeah and or rainbow for that matter yeah and she and I had to somehow try to explain that the way she said it was Was wrong wrong. and all I did was kill this kid's spirit yeah okay anybody with half a fucking brain would have knew would have realized it right away somebody came up to us on the ferry and said should probably speak to your daughter about proper pronunciation of things so they don't offend people. Oh my god, that oh, guy. Right there, I would have been like, man. I would have been like, dude, back Doesn't up, you're matter. being gay. <laughs> you know? No, I would have told, told him that after I punched what? him in the mouth yeah. and he was getting out of no, the No, I didn't get violent. I believe I did use the term eat a dick. Yeah. Okay. There you go. And I think at the end of the day, I made my point. But oh, you my daughter just, was. Dude, you're being retarded. Well, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> My poor daughter was in hysterics. But that's what it's sucks. like why all these people keep coming up to us. Oh, I thought it was great. Man, it's no. one thing. Oh. No, they, they were mad. They it's thought one. they thought we were saying rainbow Yeah, fan. see that's bullshit. Mm. That's one thing. She's like, three. We yeah, talk about we talk yeah, about comedy, yeah. comedians, PC stuff, getting into that, yeah. But when it starts getting into your your life, your family, your kids, that's when it fucking pisses on, me on off. something that's, I mean, that's I can, a misunderstanding. So, or I something mean, is come ridiculous. on, are we so hypersensitive as a people that a child can't exactly. pronounce something wrong? I can't mispronounce right? something. Yeah. To this day, my son, who's four, okay, can't pronounce living room. Yeah. Should I be offended because he's got a lisp? Bullshit. Yeah. yeah. No. No. Exactly. Okay. He might have a speech impediment. I'm offended that anybody's offended by him. Yeah. Exactly. But go fuck yourself. You you approach me and my crying three year old. Because yeah. I grabbed her and because you her. had to rush, because you had to rush her off. She's now she's in a panic. Yeah. Yes, and yeah. doesn't understand why. Right, yeah. right, right. That's the main. Like she thing. was standing there with two middle fingers up, like 
Hey, rainbow fags. That's right. You know what I mean? That's right. If, she, was, if she had called them godless cocksuckers, yeah. <laughs> I think that we might have a bigger discussion. Yes. Here. But somebody actually felt the need to come up to me on and this approach boat you. and approach me in front yeah, of my daughter. You know and what's my messed wife. up? If she called them godless cocksuckers, they probably wouldn't have said. The, they would have been afraid. Of they would have been like, "Yes, we are." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They wouldn't have been. One and I'm bit. sorry if I'm being offensive, but the touch honestly, of words that they I would have much hear. rather somebody came up to me and said, "That's awesome." She that was, was funny as oh best. That yeah. was funny. As Trust shit. me, if I was and the there, best part would have been if it was somebody <laughs> and and there I I know plenty of gay people that would have laughed. Yeah, and said, that yeah. was great. <laughs> that I was, could fill a yeah. ferry with people that would have laughed. That would have laughed. Exactly. Wait, was, that, was, that a, was, was that a joke? Ferry? Oh my god. Ferry? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that's a joker name because yeah. it hasn't gone off yet. It hasn't gone off well, yet. I'm still holding it. <laughs> no, really. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. So, with that, though, I mean, what, yeah. com- who, what, what comedians have gotten it right where they've been able to maintain that? Edge. What's sad is a year ago I would have said Amy Schumer. Yes. But not anymore. Not anymore. I think you mentioned him earlier. Anthony Jeselnik is the most unapologetic guy ever. On the day we record... Wicked too soon. Yes. And he does the too soon thing almost to to the point where he's got it down to an art. Yeah. Today, on the day we're recording this, he's probably catching a boatload of shit as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. He there was a couple there was a married couple that died, I kid you not, a day after they got married in a car accident. Yeah. Which is sad. It's and it's a sad, terrible thing. That's never a good thing. But there's two ways to handle things. We can all sit there and post bullshit platitudes about how sad and tragic it is when you have no of a person you you would whatsoever. of a person you've never met would never seen except you read it on facebook absolutely you put zero connection that, to them. Yeah. you put all, all that fake fucking sympathy yeah right and what did jeselnik do he went the opposite route and he actually retweeted the story which happened in kansas city i think and he goes well Marriage isn't for everyone. <laughs> and I'm laugh. sorry, but that's fucking <laughs> that's funny. That's fucking funny. People laugh about it. That, and, I mean, and I'll be honest with you, unless you're the immediate family, exactly. you're laughing at that. Yeah. We are surrounded by tragedy every day every of day. our lives. Even up here in coastal Rhode Island, we are surrounded by tragedy. No, people I'm fucking, die. I'm surrounded by tragedy Somebody right died now. at my high school today. Okay, yeah, a really. kid playing football died because they were doing a CrossFit drill and he got hit in the head with a log. They carried the logs on oh, their shoulders. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Took the kid out, it brained him. He was dead before he hit the ground. That's yeah. Sucks. Okay, but I, this was my high school. This is a child. They, I mean, to me, that's about as off limits as you get. Mm-hmm. But if somebody made the right joke, funny is funny. Yeah. Okay. And if I choose not to read it or if I choose not to laugh, that is Just my don't decision. Respond to it. Right. Turn That's it off. My don't decision. Don't agree right. with it to yourself. Or unless you want to be a hero don't and go on Twitter it. and just knock out some one liner and fucking try to do something. No, I don't like want to be a hero do. like that. No, I don't. I don't want to capitalize well, on that's it. What I'm thinking. But if that's there what I'm is saying, humor to be had, anybody outside of Long Island, that doesn't hit home for them. Right. And if they want to make a joke. Yeah, it might rub some people the wrong way, but at the end of the day, it's a joke. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. I didn't stab somebody with my right. words. Yes, Okay, exactly. it's a joke. And so, yes, I feel for the family. I feel for the couple that died. 
but don't think for a minute that I didn't laugh at Anthony Jeselnik. Yeah, yeah. I follow him for that very reason. Yeah, funny is funny. It's not a lap, la- lack of of sympathy for anything. It's just it's just something came up, struck you funny. It's funny. We laugh at tragedies all around the world. The old joke Constantly. is what? Time plus tragedy equals comedy. Yeah. We yep. joke about that. How many people died on the like, Titanic? It's just as tragic as it ever was. Yeah. Like, we joke about sorry. that constantly. 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 It, it's like it never happened. Yeah. Families did. There were no children time. on that boat. No, right? No, of course no, there were. Yeah, yeah. There were tons. That's time. And it's time. A, fucking, yeah. You know, when you know, people are it, so... So, yeah, um, I mean, disrupted from the uh, from the. You talk strategy. about this like like we talked about earlier, like nine eleven. One, of the, I can't think of his name. He's on Saturday Night Live. That kid, his father died in the Trade Center. Oh, that's uh, what's his name? I know who you're talking. And about. And he constantly jokes about it. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a good way to cope too. Well, it is a good way for him to cope. You know what I mean? But you know, is he saying, "Well, I'm it's okay to say"? Is, uh, you know. It's, it's okay to laugh again. To laugh yeah. again. Exactly. I wasn't going around on 9-11. I was there. Okay, I wasn't running around 9-11 going... Cracking jokes. Cracking jokes. No, nobody was. Okay, it was the scariest fucking time it, of it, my life. Because yeah. we didn't you, know when look, the next plane was going to fall out yeah. of the yeah, sky. you were there. And I mean, I was sitting here in Rhode Island watching it on TV, literally with tears in my eyes, thinking to myself, no, there's a too. ton of people in that building. There's a ton of people on those planes. This is fucking horrendous. TV, uh, at work. Not for fucking. a second that I think, oh, let me grab a pen of paper and make jokes. You know, well, what I, mean? I made a but, joke. I'll tell you when. But I got off the train and the pl- first plane hit as I was under the water. My, I had one stop to go on the subway, and yeah. it so happened that it was nine oh three. Yeah. When yeah. the first plane hit, I was under the water, and I got to my office, which was right outside the stop, and I went up to the building, and somebody said, a plane just hit the World Trade Center. And at that point, I thought it was a propeller plane. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, everybody And I said, plane. well, they're not making them like they used to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I really yeah. figured, you know, not that I want to see two people die in a propeller plane, no, but, but I thought it was just a mishap. And two yeah. hours later, he's like, no, I was two talking hours. about the buildings. Five minutes later, I realized just the impact of what happened. Yeah. No, okay? I'm and then at that hours. point, you turn the jokes off. But I wasn't offending anybody by making my initial statement. No. And years later, yeah, it's a prickly topic with me. Because, again, I watch people jumping out of a fucking That's building. Well, how about this? That was the worst fucking thing. Ironically, you talk, remember when the Concord crashed into that hotel? Yes. Well... That was on a Thursday, and there's a local radio station that has um, stumped the DJ. And these guys, they know all the jokes in the world. You can call them up. All the bad ones. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't, call in, I didn't call in to kind of stump them. I just called in to tell a joke, and they didn't air it, and they kind of almost hung up on me. <laughs> That's because, why we're doing the show together. <laughs> because... I immediately called up and I said, oh, because recent, actually just before that, it was the first time that the Concord had landed in Rhode Island, you know, and at, um, landed locally. And it was like a big thing around here because everybody's talking about, oh, you could, you know, the Concord's coming in, well, whatever. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? <laughs> oh, a fast plane's landing in fucking Providence. Big fucking deal. Woo-hoo. But everybody was all talking about it. And then two days later, it's crashing into fucking hotels, you know? So I said, oh, now that the um, Concord has landed in Providence, have you heard about their new, uh, their new offerings on their flight deals? 
And they're like, what? And I said, well, now they have a fucking flight direct to hotel. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And they like, they were like, that's he actually brilliant. snickered and hung up on me though. And they never ate it. But you got the laugh. But yeah, you he got snickered the laugh and hung up on me. Take that as a win, you, baby. You know, <laughs> that was a great joke. I thought, I mean, and it was like the fucking thing was still on fire <laughs> when I called. But you know, so great. That's like Gilbert's but, joke. That's totally like Gilbert's tweet, you know, about the tsunami. Yeah. And Gilbert, Gilbert struck during the tsunami, got him in a shitload of trouble, and it was basically... And he lost he, his career. He, he lost Aflac, which was paying him yeah. all his bills at that point. Yeah. But the joke was relatively innocuous. It was, if you want a home in a good school district, just wait. Because the tsunami was washing homes throughout... It's throughout the whole... And <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was an awful tragedy, but... I'm, uh, it, I defy anybody to not laugh at that now because we're, what, five years removed from that. Yeah. Okay, and I'm sure anybody who's listening, both of you, thank you. Okay, <laughs> I guarantee you, you're laughing at that right now. And it, it was a funny joke. And maybe it was timing a little soon. Yeah. But I don't believe in the too soon thing, and I'm never going to. No. Jokes are jokes. Jokes are jokes. Everybody copes their own way. Some people don't, might not agree, like like we've said before. Some people may think certain things are funny, and that's fine. That is fine. You don't have to laugh at the joke. Well, but you, exactly. what you have to realize is that it's a joke. It's not... Um, it You know, it's... Some people are wired differently. You see something in the minute, in the second of it, how am I going to cope with this? I'm going to say something funny about it. And something pops into your head and you say it. Doesn't mean you're like, fuck those people. Yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> you know I, mean? I mean, can we <laughs> agree that comedians are wired differently? Yes, I think definitely. comedians are wired where their coping skill is to make jokes. Yes. Okay, a romance novelist watching 9-11 is probably looking at the emotional tragedy and all of the breakups uh, and yeah. the relationships yeah, that were exactly. lost. That were lost. Not the breakups, people that were banging in the bathroom when the plane hit. Absolutely. They're, they're tragic. Tragic, tragic. Tragic. I felt his warmth shoot across my back. <laughs> and I realized that wasn't warmth. That was, yeah, that yes. was fire. That was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. We did that. Well, that yeah. one still stinks. That, was, yeah. that, that one, one still stinks. But it's still a joke. Yes. Okay. I, mean, I think if a romance novelist would write about 9-11, they would write it from a romantic perspective. A political analyst would write about it from a from political, political perspective. perspective. Comedians exactly. are going to write about a tragedy from a comedic perspective. I don't a think... A sympathetic person is going to write it from a sympathetic exactly. perspective. Anthony Jeselnik was not saying, fuck those people, I'm glad they're dead. No. He was saying, this is a really ironic situation. They got married yesterday, made the biggest commitment of their lives... And, and they got killed driving away from their wedding. Yeah. Okay? And it's that's sadly ironic. But to tell me that there's no humor value in there's that is be... a lie. And if you're out there saying that's just offensive and wrong, you're on the wrong show. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. There's, I mean, there are better podcasts Sometimes for you. Yeah. things are so, like, uh, sad and everything. To get, get a little bit of humor out of it, you know... Even in the immediate. Yeah. Even in the immediate. Maybe he wanted to get a quick chuckle out of people who might have been hurt. Maybe this is how he wanted other people to go. There's no telling what the intention is. I don't think Gilbert Gottfried meant to insult Japan. I don't think Anthony Jeselnik meant to insult that couple. 
I no, think yeah. they were trying to get a little bit of levity in a bad situation. In a bad situation. And I think comedians, you know, which we all know historically are the most depressed people on earth, and they find comedy in areas no. that, of their own psyche that are damaged. That are damaged, yeah. Okay, and they, they play on their own insecurities and they play on their own damages. And I, I think when they react on Twitter, yeah, maybe it's immediate, and maybe five minutes later they wouldn't have written the same thing, but I'm never going to fault them for speaking it. Right. Okay, and that's the reality of what we're in. And we were that, talking about which comedians do it right and which ones do it wrong. Right now, the ones that get it right, I'm going to say Jezelneck. I'm going to say, to this day, Chappelle. I'm going to say Louis C.K. Yep. Okay, and I think I'm going to go out on a bit of a limb here, and I'm going to say a guy like John Mulaney who's a relatively innocuous comedian, but this is a guy who actually plays on the white middle-class guy. And he sits there and makes fun of them. Yeah. Okay? And he plays on how obviously stupid we are (laughs) as a people. White, black, doesn't matter the race. But he uses the white guy as the platform. Yeah. Yeah. And he runs with it. And I'm going to step away from the mic for a minute, but you guys keep talking. Which comedians do it right? Well, I think, I mean, like you, you had mentioned Russell Peters. Yes. Right? Now, it's a guy who is, he's Indian, right? He's funny as a bastard. Indian, like, as in from India or yeah, the American dot. Indian? The dot. But the, the funny dot. thing is, what makes me think of, well, what the fuck? The you dot. need a fucking, as opposed you know, to a feather? Yeah. <laughs> hey, just telling you how it is. Um. Was that bad? Was that offended? Oh, That's I'm what I'm offend. saying. People are offended by oh that. Oh my God! Who, right? Who's gonna die Who on their forehead? Exactly. Who's wearing but a fucking feather? Exactly. I'm not making. I'm making a fucking observation. I mean, sometimes I wear a dot. Sometimes I wear a feather. But yeah. I'm still, whatever. That doesn't. <laughs> but matter. Russell Peters, which makes me concerned that before he became a ke- comedian, he was either a fucking telephone scammer or he worked for <laughs> Dell. Because his name is Russell Peters. <laughs> and I don't, I don't fucking believe it. I don't believe it either. I don't fucking believe it. I know. It's going to be like me. Russell Peepow. Or something, you know, or fucking Rusak Pakal or whatever. It's not fucking Russell Peters. I don't believe him. Russell Peters. <laughs> Holy shit. His mother was white. Holy shit. His mother was American. You know? Oh, but, my God. Yeah, his name is Russell Peters. Yeah. <laughs> and mine is Vishnu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is so fucking funny, and I was a room away. <laughs> Holy crap, that's funny. But that's Russell you know, Lowell. but like he's funny as a bastard because he does. He, but he does the same thing like the like the Portuguese the yeah. locally the Portuguese yeah, kids do. Of he he mock, you know he mocks the stereotype of his own people. But he but he's funny. But he also has other stuff that's funny. well. He's it's Indian just and right. Canadian. Yes. So he hits it twice. So yeah, that's he's sucks. an Indian guy raised in Toronto. Yeah, or something along those lines. Yeah. And he's a funny dude. And you know oh, how ridiculously, stupidly successful he is? Yeah. Heard. He's got his own plane. Really? He's a comedian with oh, his own shit. plane. No. Because he two... has used comedy, not to cut you off, but he has used his comedy to cross ethnic borders. He can go and headline in Asia. Yes. Okay. Not too yeah, many right. of our comedians that we've mentioned tonight could do that. No. Carlin, in his prime, was not headlining in Europe. No. Yeah. He might have gone. But the, his comedy didn't translate. He was very New York-centric and yeah. definitely American-centric Imagine, because yeah. he was talking about American politics. Uh, yeah. Russell Peters actually took his shtick and crossed borders with it. He can go to Australia tomorrow and do 10,000 seats. Yep. And this is a guy who genuinely gets it. So I don't find him ridiculously funny. 
But I give him a lot of credit because he was willing to take the stereotypes and run with them, yep. make fun of them, make fun of himself, and laugh all the way to the bank. Yeah. And I, my hat is tipped. My hat is tipped. No, no there's I a mean, show, I mean, a show like Good his. Him, he yeah. goes all over the world. I wonder if a show like his, like, ch- the jokes change for a stereotypical, like, part of the world. For the you know region. Like for I said, region. before I said it's regional. Some people well, I imagine when he's in things. Canada... In his hometown, he plays to that. Right. I imagine in India, he really plays off. But he might not even... He starts charming snakes and shit. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Indiana Jones music plays him on. (laughs) His hands out a thousand telephones. He's not calling people in America. (laughs) 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 The jerky boys. But who is he making fun of when he's in India? It's not Indians there. He's making fun of Indian America. America. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or Indian Canadians or yeah. anybody in the Western world. He yeah. is clearly finding different targets. When he goes to Australia, he's probably making fun of the fact that all his people are call center people. Yeah. Okay, which is a hilarious stereotype. And all Aborigines look like the guy from Crocodile Dundee. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, Thank you. And he's like, playing on that like, edge. Yeah. And again, his brand of comedy doesn't really appeal to me, but I have never respected a comedian more than Russell Peters because he has built a personal brand yeah. un- unlike anything I've ever seen from a stand-up who hasn't had a major TV show. Yeah, he hasn't had a major special. No, Well, yeah. he's had specials, but he's well, never, but never been a yeah. sitcom guy. I mean, even Carlin was in Bill and Ted. And then yeah. Carlin had his, actually had a sitcom. Yeah, he it did. did one season. That's right. All right. That's right. It he doesn't did. always translate. Yeah. See, but this is a guy that has life. an international audience where he's doing arenas in every country he goes to. Yeah. And he doesn't have to be that funny in our sensibilities, but there's a shitload of people that find him. Oh, hilarious. yeah, man. Are you kidding me? And my hat is tipped. Yeah. I mean, then, I don't understand Jerry Seinfeld at all, but that guy is about to do 10,000 seats in yeah, the Yeah, exactly. Week, so. so there you go. Like, you don't really. He's going like, to what about com- comedian, comedians that get it, that just get it wrong, that just don't. That. I don't think there's a, many comedians get it right. Yeah. I think they're all too busy worrying about that p- potential sitcom. Yeah. I think they're all looking for a development deal. Well, they're all looking to make money to, because they a lot of them work hard through a struggling, struggling I don't think co- it's so indi- much. industry. Just like actors and actresses that... You know, struggle, living in tiny, crappy apartments, sleeping on their friends' couches to get through. Comedians go through it, and sometimes they think worse. Oh, no. The, the comedians have terrible lives. It's, They've got to work three shows a night on average. Yes. Jumping club to club, cab yep. to cab. Okay, and again, I was a New York guy, so I saw it. Yeah. People would go, and I got I got to do a 10-15 here, and then I got a 12-30 over here. These guys, the hustle never ends. Yeah. And, you know, it's all part of it. And I'm like, who are you playing for? I'm like, oh, the same 15 people I played for last night. Yeah. yeah. Okay, but eventually they're hoping that one of those audience members is going to be a guy that gets them to the next level. Yes. The thing is, because they're all worried about that TV deal or the potential for a bigger special, they're afraid to be who they really are. Yes. And they don't get edgy enough. So I would have, I'd venture to say that most comedians today are missing... The opportunity. Yeah, I mean, well, going just to take a quick step back to guys that got it right. Someone like Ray Romano, who is hilarious in his stand-up, I think. I disagree, but to me, I, I really, I think he's, I think he's really funny, and I think he stepped out into a show 
and you know he and he got and he was successful in his show but that but his show is his routine he was never um oh he know, was never untrue to himself he was never untrue to himself i'm not and same thing with seinfeld and let me clarify thing. i don't think being dirty or offensive or anything no, is me, the requirement to be a no, good comedian wait. i'm not saying that at no, all no 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 i think the funniest comedian i've ever met that never pushes those boundaries is a guy named brian regan best comedian i was just going to bring one, him up brian regan's one of my clean favorite. as a whistle my and top 5 comedian. Top He's up five there, comedian. Okay, Top his bit about Fig Newton still has me oh in stitches. God. It's his delivery, but you know, he's it's, sincere yes. about what he's delivering. And you but can see, t- go ahead. see, Brian Regan is the, the type of comedian that you have to watch him on TV. You have to watch him live. Oh, no, listen to his album. Oh yeah, oh, it's hilarious. Oh yeah. yeah, but if but I mean he's got so many manurit mannerisms. With oh, well, well, the way he acts, yeah, the way yeah, he's oh, got, yeah, oh, he's got, a, yeah, he's his got facial that face, expressions you know. and stuff. Oh, does, a, it adds to it. It's, it doesn't. Oh, that, that, after I watched, the joke uh, doesn't get lost yeah, if you don't see it. it. Right. The and joke, right. And you know more importantly, the joke doesn't get lost because he doesn't take it to some place that makes people uncomfortable. But his level of discomfort that he provides is is making people acknowledge truths about themselves. Okay, you know, nobody eats two Fig Newtons. Yeah. Okay, the serving size on Fig Newtons is two Newtons. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck is two Newtons? Yeah. Nobody eats two Newtons. I eat them by the sleeve. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. everybody in that's the audience constant. is like, crap, that's me too. That's constant with him. Yeah. You're creating he's discomfort. down about himself. Yes. And it's, it just makes, actually makes everything, everybody more comfortable with what With him. Saying. Yes, yeah. they, he brings them in. He does another bit about the science fair. And every every kid had the science fair project done weeks in advance, and he woke up that morning and goes, oh. And so he comes in with a cup of dirt. Yeah. Okay, and then he's like, well, or the the styrofoam. The yellow one is the sun. The yellow one is the sun. And he's trying to explain the styrofoam balls on the coat hanger. Yeah. Okay, does that make me uncomfortable? No, but it brings me back to a time when I was. Well, yeah. Right. Okay, and then immediately I'm thinking about that time where my boss said I needed to have that report done by the end of the week, and it's Friday morning, and I haven't done it yet. Right. He's playing yeah, on emotions that lives. we can all relate to. Yeah. Right? And yes, for a split second, I felt a little uncomfortable. And I, th- I think that ties back into my initial point. Yeah. Good comedy makes you uncomfortable. Is it easier to go dirty? Yes, I do it. Absolutely. Much easier we do it that. here. Yeah, we Absolutely. do it too. But, 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 but Brian Regan we... took it to another level. Yeah, he's yeah, be it never... just, yeah being a full-on clean but, comic. But, but, like, swears and things like that. Like, I, I think, like, to your philosophy, I think anytime you bring out a swear, it should have a meaning to it, behind it. Impact. That's yeah, it needs impact. It. It's there for you don't just say it for the to for accentuate the of it, for the fuck of you it. Know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you say it when it's when it's not just fucking fucking fuck fuck. Well, there's a know? great comedian. He died probably ten years ago at this point. A guy named Robert Schimmel, and he used to. I do, remember Robert Schimmel. He's he was hilarious. A bold, schlep. Yep. He looks like your accountant. Yeah. Okay, and all he would talk about is prostitutes. And jerking off on his wife, and, 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 and weird things. But the thing with Robert Schimmel was, he said "fuck" and "come on your tits" and all these things so many times, and it lost that impact. Yeah, right. yeah, and because it, now you've lost it at that. So, and he became unrelatable because I didn't really believe that this guy went home to his wife, who was married to a schlep like him, 
and she was just all about him. Andrew right? Dice Clay. Yeah. Well, Dice was pretty obvious that he was playing a role. Because yeah. he came out... Well, yeah, but he came out shock value. Blew people away. And all of a sudden, he's doing... You know, he's playing arenas. And, he, you know, he went from... I remember seeing him on a special on Showtime with Sam Kinison. It was like everybody came up. Actually, it was it was called Tasteless Jokes. And it was just... I, I remember it. I loved it. Because it was great. But it was... He came out and just did his routine. The first, like, minute with the lighter. You know, like <laughs> yeah. the cigarette. And then, you know, then it's... Little Miss Muffet. You know what I mean? That's what, that's how he started What off. did he have beyond that? But then that's what I mean. But then it died out. And he didn't have much going on after that. And then he did that movie. Uh, what was it? For, uh, Ford, Ford Fairlane. Ford Fairlane. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stuff like that. Well, do you know when Dice lost it uh, for me? Not to cut you off, but Dice made a show. Yeah. A sitcom just, on Fox. Yes, yes. He did. And do you know what he did in that show? He went by the name Andrew Silverstein, which oh is his given God, name. I remember that. And he went on all the radio shows at that point promoting this show and actually said, I am not actually Dice. I am Andrew Silverstein. And at that point, his entire credibility was lost. Was Because he basically shit song. all over anybody that ever paid money to see him. Because yeah. it would have been way better if he came out and said, oh... Making a fucking show on NBC. That's right. <laughs> you know, yeah. These and suckers I'm, are giving me money. And I, that would have been him. And I'm yeah. playing a character on the show that's just the dad. Yeah. But fuck him. But, but he fuck. didn't do that. Yeah. And so he's he offset. I'm banging the guy. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I, mean? I got the gaffer right yeah. in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that would be. I'll give you a key grip. That would yeah. have been probably the best promotion. Ever. But he didn't do that. He no. dropped dice entirely. He completely no, dismissed because dice. He probably got surrounded by fucking people that told him to do that. Exactly. That's exactly money. what happened. And yes. it sucks. And they surrender their fucking their their art for fucking fame, and it never works out. And then yeah. what happened later? The show done. failed after six episodes. And he was done. Yeah. And no, now he's back as dice, and now he's trying to convince everybody that is willing to listen that. He was always dice, and he just did that for the reasons you just mentioned. Yeah. In reality, he tried something. It failed. It was an epic fail, if there ever was one. And, and then he now he's got to go try and recapture something at 58 years old. Then He's now balding. Yep. So that epic Elvis hairline of his the is hair, gone. The the hair he was, um, he's recent, a fat bastard now. He was recently he, on a show on HBO. He played a... A, a part in a show on HBO. Oh, I heard about that, yeah. And it was actually great. He did a great job. Yeah, the character was fucking funny. Nobody's doubting his talent. No. But it's his viability. Yes. So and that's it. Can't, I mean, can't, I'm can't. amazed Dice hasn't come up earlier tonight. Yeah. Because this was a guy who was edgy for the sake of being edgy. But you can't all he did was shock value. And, but we you explained, can't change yeah. your persona over and over. And, and not only that, he, he had no depth. Like, yeah. Without nursery rhymes, that no, son of a exactly. bitch didn't have yeah. much. He had some funny bits. I she love when that. he was dating the girl. And she's like, I want to be a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be a doctor, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> and he used dummy. Mm-hmm. I mean, because at that point, he's saying, fucking this, fucking that, fuck you, fuck me, yeah. fuck everybody. And he then comes up with a word as innocuous dumb. as dummy. dummy. Yeah, I know. That had ten times the impact of calling her a stupid bitch. Yes. He called her a dummy. Yep. And that, yeah, that, that just rang with me. Yeah, like, that, you yeah. dumb fucking dummy. Yeah. 
because he was so dumbfounded in the character. Oh God, that had so much weight. I like, but I that liked, was it. I liked it. I liked I, it. No, I, liked, I, I, loved I loved him, and then he just faded him. away. You, you know, know who's great? Um, is that dude that 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 does him? Oh my God. Oh Anthony Cumia. Oh, yeah. He's not even a comedian. Yeah. My He's God. not even a radio guy. He was a tin knocker. He worked on HVAC systems on Long Island, and he made friends with a guy who was a uh, jock, a radio jock. Yeah. And that guy now known as Opie. Yeah. Okay, Anthony Cumia had no experience in that business, but he was funny. Yeah. He's naturally hilarious. funny. Arguably the best radio voice I've ever heard. Oh my God, Can do man. more impressions than anybody I know. I miss the two of them together. And absolutely loves Nazi shit. His dice clay impression. <laughs> oh my God. No, Lemmy. Shoded Lemmy. Yeah. No, no I'm saying he's a collector of, of uh, World War II memorabilia. Nobody is going to accuse I Anthony Cumia of not II. being opinionated. Mm-hmm. He's got his opinions, but getting back to the main theme of this show. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off with that. He, no, no, yeah, I'm glad you did because it tied us back in. What is Anthony Cumia? Unapologetic. Says right. what he speaks as who he is. Okay, he he has gotten fired for pretty ridiculous shit. Yeah. Okay, well, actually, he's gotten called to the carpet for ridiculous shit. He got fired for nonsense. He yeah. was taking pictures of Times Square at dawn. And he was taking pictures of the year, and it happened to be an African-American woman came by and accused him of taking pictures of her. And she started hitting him. Yeah, okay? that's right. And he got into an altercation, mostly defending himself, and his $12,000 camera. Yep. He's an avid that's photographer. So what? Even okay? if he and was he got, taking pictures of her, so but what? That, I mean, Sirius XM was looking to fire him. Yeah. Okay? That's, and they just fired Opie, too. Yep. Okay, Opie's done. At this point, they're all doing their own thing. Can we and, get him for this show? You know, give it a year. Yeah. <laughs> give it a year. Yep. Anthony's a Long Island guy. We probably got a connection. So, yes. yeah, we'll, we'll work on that. But Oh, I heard about you Long Island guys. I bet you do have <laughs> Yeah, let me get my Camaro. But, <laughs> 83 Camaro. But, I mean, you know, guys, but, we, you know, we were going back. Anthony Kumi, I think, is a guy who had it right and just got screwed out of things. Yeah. But uh, comedians that got it wrong. Like, one thing, certain comedy I like. I mean, you can go back to... I mean, the Three Stooges, who I thought were freaking brilliant, because they were pushing the edge. You know what I mean? And they were, even, there were some episodes that... How were they pushing the edge? I was just well, going to ask gonna, that I'm question. Gonna, I'm going to call you on that. Well, I mean, well, I it was a say, very slapstick I time. I, it, was it was a slapstick time. time. I wouldn't say pushing the edge, but they were, uh, with the dames, you know what I mean? At, at the time, it was uh, big, a couple of, you know... Dresses lifting up the dress in the back or something stupid right. like that, you know, accidentally like something happened. Well, today yeah, like, every oh, time every time, time we lifted like up the dress, it was curly underneath the dress. No, but I'm so saying, all right, but what is that today? That's sexual assault. Yeah, but I mean, think, yeah, you know, but certain no, no, things no, no, like that. I mean, but it wasn't even that. It was they were all uh, violent. Could you could you put a? Well, I guess you could. Jackass was on. That's not. But I mean, though. you know. People oh, talk, we're okay with violence. Yeah, we're, yeah. it's a different. Oh, we time. got no problem That's showing violence. Game of people, Thrones just set all sorts of records. Yeah. I mean, Jesus Christ! But, what about Tom and Jerry? They won't even play half of the fucking Tom and Jerry. Or racist Bugs Bunny. And, and yeah, anti-Semitic Bugs Bunny. Come on. Okay, no. but today we can show violence. There's yeah. no problem. As long as it's true. I can true. shoot you. 
I just can't insult you. Just don't call me a... Don't, no, don't... Well, don't give me a name at all. Just yeah. kill me. Don't you don't dare label me. what I am. And don't, don't you it's insult bullshit. me because I'm going to get butthurt. It's bullshit. Is this ever going to change? That's what I want to know. Well, the millennials eventually are going to stay unemployed and they're going to learn, gonna have to they, learn. They, they, their mouthiness and their nonsense is is overdone but the thing and is it's causing a big but rift. these millennials yeah. but these millennials you can't blame them they're not the the cause of it it's other it's older people telling them this but they stuff. are the voice lot, they are yeah. the young generation no, no, a lot we of are they are 18 to stuff. 34 like that defines energy. So, sometimes it makes stuff. me wonder if, if some of these um uh people that push them towards that like you know like a lot of people say oh they're going to college and the professors are you know putting this stuff in their head and making them do this and it makes me wonder if they they were failed hippies that didn't go out and protest and missed it well they're a new and, generation and now push the, and now are pushing this generation like oh let me get out there with you and you know what, you know what I mean? maybe that's it that, I think you know? it's more the professors today that are pushing this agenda are people that probably have a bit of lost youth that they're trying to recap. Yeah. yeah, that's what I mean. Like, but going back, millennials, like I, did, I missed out on that. I didn't get to protest I'll that. give you I mean, an that. example from my company. We hired a guy, entry level, to come into our team, and he basically has to write very base-level shit. Yeah. Okay, and he told me in a private conversation on a chat window, uh, I don't really want to do this. This is not what I'm trained for. I'm like, well, I wasn't trained for this either. I worked my way up. You have to fucking start at the bitch. bottom. Yeah, but th- there's a sense of entitlement yes, with, this, with, thing. with this generation. Oh. And I, I'm, I'm being redundant because I'm not saying anything that we don't already know about millennials. It's all no, stereotypes yeah. and, and, and jokes now. And they're tired ones. But at the end of the day, these guys genuinely believe that they want to change the world without doing a fucking without thing. Without exactly. doing a thing. And they're, they're they starting in the obvious places. Without doing anything. And they're starting with the place that they feel they can take action, and that is with their words. Right. So they're going to be offended. Where their words are seen by everybody now in real time, like yes. you said. They got 10,000 followers. Guess what? That's going to make an impact yes. whether you want to or not. Yeah. Okay, whether or not he has anything meaningful to say. you got to think, too, most of those followers are all... People their age too that agree with that shit. Agreed, too. but yep, so are yep. most of today's entertainers. We live in an eighteen to thirty-four entertainment world. If you're older than thirty-four, you're now a relic. Yeah. Okay. Well, eighteen to thirty-four is the target market for almost every form of entertainment. Yeah. Okay. It's I don't pay attention to modern music anymore except for the heavy metal I listen to. Did, you know what? Just a quick, just a quick fact, because you said the age thing. Did you know that um, what the hell is it? Wilfred Brimley? Was forty nine when he made cocoon. When he yeah. made cocoon, when he had yeah. Beatus. No, when they made cocoon, <laughs> when they made cocoon, he was only forty nine years old. Why he did was he the look lead like actor that? in a movie about people in a nursing home? You just got he that played grandpa for years prior. That's what yeah, I was gonna say he's got that grandpa look. So man. he's been playing grandpa since he was like forty two. Daniel Sun's my age. Daniel Sun's already older than Miyagi was, right? Yeah, and they're making another Karate Kid. The two of them? No, oh, him and Zapka are Miyagi's making a dead? Netflix show. No, sir. How did you know he's not dead? Oh, what? He's way dead. Are no, you kidding not. me? Him when? And Z- like five years ago. What? Seriously, leave the fucking house. What do you mean? I would have felt it in the force. Are you sure he's no, dead? No, but they're making a yeah, new Karate Kid show. William Zapka. He's not old enough. And Ralph Macchio are making a... They're going to run rival dojos. 
No, so oh it's gonna be my on god, that's oh, oh you heard something god. about that. That's right. I cannot wait to see. Oh it. my god, it's gonna be awesome. But I yes, Tom to Cruise is that. now older than Wilfred Brimley was. Yeah. Okay. These guys are all fifty is a very different number now. Yeah. But that aside, eighteen to thirty-four is still the target yeah. entertainment market. Yeah. We don't identify with the millennials. I don't want to. We're old. Millennials I are don't three years past oh when I was born. I was born in 76. They started 79 to 80 is when millennials started. I don't relate to what they consider to be good music, good entertainment, yeah. and most importantly, good opinions. And getting back to comedy, they are more willing to criticize than laugh. Than laugh, yeah. Why would I admit that something is funny, even if it made me uncomfortable? The worst part is you ask them, yeah, oh, who's your, you know, well, I mean, this is probably dated just because of my age, but, you know, you ask most of them, who's your favorite comedian? They're like, Dane Cook. <laughs> exactly. Oh who is a horrible fucking comedian. Most of today's ones, I don't laugh at. There's no. very few. His old stuff was I mean, t- I, I, I shouldn't say that because uh, one, one thing about Dane Cook was incredible self-promoter that got him, got him you know yeah but he stole that, all his jokes but he stole all yeah, his jokes you know what I mean that that was the thing is he was just he stole all his jokes but people loved him and because he wasn't um, controversial he just said fuck a lot you know what I mean he didn't say he anything said, we hadn't already heard yeah well not, yeah aside from stealing the jokes he was not saying anything original on the themes, even when he was yeah, making it is original. pretty much up how big he got, man. It was ridiculous. Where I remember my now? sister driving around with his CD in her but car where is he all now? the time. He's not doing arenas, I can tell you that. No. no. No, he's right back into the 2,000-seaters, probably yeah. even less than that. Probably you know, less than that, doing some Burger colleges right again now. here and there. And, yeah, and you know what? There's you know, still an audience, and I don't think he's an untalented guy. No. But he blew it. No. The, 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 yeah. These were jokes that had been written. By comedians better than, better than him. him. Yep. And he tried to make it his own. And you know what? He's not alone. There are plenty of other... Amy Schumer. Joe, Joe Rogan goes after those guys like a bastard. Joe Rogan's yeah, a monster. Brutal, he goes after people that rob Good other brutal. people's jokes like a bastard. Well, he did it on Last Comic Standing that one year, and he called it that guy Ant. Yeah. He called him on it, and you know what? It, it, it stands up. He's got this shtick built into his podcast. And God bless him for doing it. Somebody has to be the police for comedians. Yeah. And I think he's great for that. Yep. But let me ask you a question. Okay. How far is PC culture going to go before comedians and comedy in general, TV, movies, whatever, but mostly comedians, how long before they say, enough, no more? How much, when are they going to start fighting back and saying, you know what, I'm going to start being edgy again? I don't know. I asked that question about an hour ago and it didn't get. Answered so maybe we'll answer. Wow, well, you enough. might have said it when other well, people think, were talking. Yeah, you, you were taking a piss. What I'm thinking is, I mean, because other than that, it's gonna go back to the you know true. fucking How, when is the there? remake of fucking the Andy Griffith show. You know well, what I mean? Little well, little leave it to be. It's already happening. We're in a society that wants another Full House. Yeah, that's a terrible show. And it's, it was always too, bad. Right? It was always. It's a bad. huge hit. Yeah. What world do we live in that this is entertainment? Yeah. Garbage comedy. I've never laughed once watching it except at them. Pointing my finger at at the TV screen, hoping they feel me. Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. I mean, someone like um, Melissa and Joey. That was another one. Melissa, Joe, and Hart. 
Yeah. And, and Joey Lawrence making yeah. a show. And oh I remember an interview God. with her where she's like, oh, no, this isn't a family comedy. This is edgy. Like the Big Bang Theory. <laughs> That's a quote. That's serious? a fucking quote. No this girl actually God, said edgy like weird. the Big Bang Theory, which is about as limp a show as there ever was yeah. on television. Yeah. They handle Edginess. sex with all of the edge of like... <laughs> I don't even have a visual. It's just me going... <laughs> yeah. But Terrible anyway, shows. But I mean, so when did... I don't know. Does I mean, it, when are comedians going to stand up? Like, guys like Jezelnik. Well, that's the thing. We'll never Where are know. the Carlins? Where are the Lenny Bruce's? They're, they're, are they, they're, are yeah. they out there? Yeah, I mean, Lenny Bruce, classic. I but mean, are they out there now? He's the guy that That's what sucks. That's why you know? we need to get your fucking ass out of retirement and fucking get out. I am a failed stand-up comic, you, and I'm not going there's back. There's no such thing as a fucking failed stand-up comic. You're looking at Ask him. every one of them out there. They'll fucking tell you the I'm same I'm dry-humping a microphone in a basement on a Thursday night. So what? I am not... because we're not in the car right now going to fucking Providence and getting on stage doing something. You gotta do it. You gotta go out there and do it's it. It's a tough business. And the truth of the matter is... It's a tough business. To tie it into everything we've ranted about tonight... I don't know exactly where I'd want to be in the comedy spectrum. If I actually went up on stage again, and I plan on doing it, because I have an itch i got to scratch. Yeah. But if I end up getting up there, what kind of comedian am I going to be? 15 years ago, when I did this... Everything's totally different well, now. Well, it's yeah. extremely different. Back then, I could be moderately edgy and be moderately successful, because that was what was selling at the time. Now, I'd be afraid to say the shit even I said then... Don't yeah, I don't know where I would launch now at 41 years old. Right? See, you. this all ties into what we're talking about. I mean, that's all. That's your decision. I was 26. What would you do? What would you do if yeah, you were to go and out that's, yeah, right now? Last time I was on stage, I was 26. I was young, and I had that piss and vinegar behind me. Now at 41, what am I going to joke about? My kids? My being married? I don't know. Living in the suburbs? That's what I'm saying. I'm it's all been you. done, and, yeah. it, and it's never been done well. What am I going to bring to the table? That isn't already done. I have a podcast now with you guys because I'm scratching the itch that way. I don't know if I can offer something viable to a stand-up comedy world that wants to believe that benign, meaningless, unoffensive comedy... Or inoffensive, I'm sorry. Well, I'm, a, I'm an editor and I said that. You, you, <laughs> but Listen, I, you gotta go back. You gotta go... To, I'm, I'm telling you, you gotta fucking go back. We were just talking about all this PC shit. How it started? Well, go to back to a time before that fucking before that memory, before any of that shit, and you do that, and you do it now, and it's gonna be fucking. I just awesome. like to make people laugh, but I don't know if I know what makes people laugh anymore because of this shit. Because of it, because you don't know, because you'll Fuck make that. that's what I, you're gonna make five thing. people laugh, and you know, you're gonna make five people laugh. And you're going to make fucking 10 people mad at you. And I'm going to get 10 people mad at me on Twitter. On Twitter. That are going to ruin my ruin brain before fucking, it even yeah, happens. Before it even happens. That's another thing What's I was going to say. What's my motivation here? That's another thing I was going to say is how much of this PC crap is is covering up all that fucking awesome talent. Talent, talent yes. that's out there. Mm-hmm. Because people are well, that's afraid what, that was the to come out and do that. That no. was the question I that, asked. I went, that's, no. was, that's the real tragedy in all this shit. I was, everybody was it, that doesn't get to come out and fucking do what they last, like. Last year I was in New York. Bullshit. At the, uh, I say do at the comedy. I went to the comedy cellar in New York. Last Which is year. the best room in the fucking world. Fucking great. Sat there, watched David Tell, watched all these guys. They were fucking David hilarious. Tell. Awesome. At the end they had this guy, he was from, um, he was from England. 
came in. Looked like a rock star. He was fucking... I remember the guy was like fucking 6'3". I don't know... Wasn't Jim Jeffries, was it? No, no. Jim Jeffries Australian, and he Uh, is fucking funny as a fuck. Oh, he's a riot. And he's fucking brutal. And and he's fearless. And he's fearless and brutal. And that's why I like him. But this guy, I think, might have been a little worse. To a point where I was laughing... At one point, I was like, oh, <laughs> you know, I was like, oh, but even with that laugh, like, oh, dude, that was rough. Can I tell that's you something like, yeah. from <laughs> a comedian's perspective? Yep. That's better than the laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yep. But he had it, but it was funny because there was laughs, but it was almost silent. It was fear. It Nobody was wanted to be the first one to, to laugh. Exactly. Nobody wanted to laugh. And the guy was funny, yep. but he was brutal. I mean, brutal, and he was talking about stuff that, yeah, he was original, too, you know, and he was touching on things that not too many people talk about, and he was fucking rough, and I liked it, you know, and even to a point where my wife, who doesn't get offended by shit, was like, whoa, that guy was pretty bad, (laughs) you know, and I was like, yeah, he was, (laughs) you know, I'm so glad, hope I see him in the bar when we go back to get a drink. Yeah, I'm so glad that we've we've done this show because I don't. Uh, I mean, the the whole spectrum of comedy it's so huge and vast, really. I mean, Absolutely. it's like unbelievable. I guess a lot of other professions are that way. I mean, from slapstick to fucking, but to, well, there's room for all to, of it. There's room well, for yeah, all there's all again, types. clean comedians no, have a place. Absolutely, yeah. I think Foxworthy's a riot. You just gotta be I funny. Do, yep, Jeff Foxworthy's a riot. Yep. Okay, because you and Foxworthy's at his best when he gets moderately edgy, which is nothing to the rest of the comedy yeah, right. world. But when he actually, like, he did a bit about getting a colonoscopy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was on the floor. He used the term volley. I had my first volley, volley. after getting the colonoscopy. Yeah. She's like, you got to fart it out. Yeah, and, and, and he was talking about bodily functions, which he had never done before. Yeah. And just. Somebody as big as Jeff Foxworthy, and somebody as clean and devoutly Christian, yeah, was making bodily function jokes. That edge was enough. I laughed my balls off <laughs> at a guy I never laughed at before. I yeah. never liked his redneck jokes. They were yeah. obvious. Yeah, they were obvious. Stupid. And they were funny. They were funny the first time the you first heard them. Time you yeah, they were great for a little pullaway calendar. Yeah, but they weren't. A viable, viable thing, and thing. then and they did the tour with that. Here's your sign. Yes, oh, Bill Well, Bing, Bill Engvall's another one. He's that's, funny as a bastard. But that same tour, he got a little edgier. He yeah. started talking he's about funny as a bastard with his wife. Yeah, yep. nothing explicit. We didn't hear about balls slapping asses. But what we heard about was a guy in a marital situation with his wife. Yep. And the instant they took it just a little bit edgier. They just got a little bit funnier. Yeah. yeah. And my hat was tipped because they acknowledged the audience that they were with and they played it. The next time I saw both of them, they were right back to doing the rednecks and the being a dad. Yeah. And good for them. There is a place for clean a place. Yes, absolutely. But like I said, one of my top five comedian, comedians is Brian Reed. Yes. He is in my top five. Definitely. I love everything that guy puts because out. Because he been makes gold. you uncomfortable. Yep. And I think... Foxworthy, by doing that little bit of edge, made people a little bit uncomfortable. His Bible Belt audience in in, in they love Oklahoma them. or whatever because they, they can they can laugh and not be offended. And and a th- yep. two thousand people were in that theater that night. 
when he filmed that special, and everybody had a kind of a sense of discomfort about them. And they said, but you know what? If Jeff Foxworthy is saying it, it must be okay. It must and be they okay. allowed themselves yeah. to laugh. And then Ron White comes out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And at Ron White owns the room. Oh, yeah. man. But right. I think at the end Funny of the day, yeah. it all comes down to pushing whatever boundaries you surround yourself with. Okay, yeah. If a guy like Dave Coulier, who made his money on Full House, but was a stand-up prior to that, I don't find him funny. No, he's corny. But when Dave Coulier started talking about Alanis Morissette and his stand-up, everybody started listening because she wrote that song about him yeah. and everything else. I think people started paying Wait, attention. Wait, who's Dave Coulier? Was that, Dave Coulier was, was Joey, Joey. Full House. Oh and he was he made the worst jokes on a bad show to begin with. They were corny, yeah. But as a stand-up, he wasn't much, he wasn't dirty. But he was a little edgier. Yeah. And then he started talking about the fact that Alanis Morissette, an angry young female singer from the early 90s, wrote a song about him. Yeah. And he played that, and he put it in his routine, and he acknowledged really? it, and it got darker, and it made people uncomfortable. And I, I, I mean, I'm being redundant now, but that's really where I think comedy lives. And I think the PC culture that we addressed at the top of the show and throughout is really what's killing people are afraid right. to push those boundaries. A Foxworthy can push a boundary. A Brian Regan can push a boundary just as much as Carlin ever did. Yeah, it's crushing creativity. That's that's the the downfall. That's the bad part about. That's the worst part about this. I never want to feel situation. bad about laughing. It sucks. Whether no. it's yeah. on Twitter or whether it's Hell on no. stage. There's yeah, no I don't want to feel bad about laughing, and yet I feel like today we are being told to feel bad. For finding something funny. I yes. I'm sorry, but I, I'm just old school, man. I asked Craig. Craig knows I am fucking stubborn old school. I will fucking laugh at black jokes. I will laugh at Portuguese jokes. I'll even fucking laugh at your Italian jokes. I don't care. I will laugh. But you never laugh at my Portuguese jokes, which are all Because they're not funny. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking no, but laugh, I mean, man. Comedy, you know, comedy is, you know, that's what I mean. Jesus. Actually, I told him nothing I, can bring us together. I told, comedy can. I told a Please. joke to Mike one Especially time. Especially what's going on right now. Oh, I'm serious. My man. head is tipping. Say it again and say it loud. Comedy is the thing that can bring us all together. That's it's the only thing that yes. can bring us together right now. Yep. It's ridiculous yes. between all yep. this bullshit. That's going on with fucking politics and fucking countries with missiles and everything. That's I mean, that's a, the one thing that when every when somebody laughs, they're happy. That's it. It's it's you know I mean. And if you fuck? get a group a room, a, you a know, room full a of room full of people to laugh together, together. Oh my god, it's the is, best fucking is, thing ever. Dude. Yes, it is the best. Exactly. Thing. And we've all been part of it, and it's the best feeling in the world, man. Except yep. for you know getting a fucking DJ from you know whatever. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no. No, no, seriously. But I mean, like, you know... If we can't get together on laughter and, and comedy, what the fuck, man? I mean, Jesus Christ. If you can't make fun of yourself... Yeah. Or others in front of each other... Then and what laugh the fuck? about it. You know you what know? I mean? That's the that's I mean, the laughing thing. at yourself, that's like an old cliche. I mean, yeah, everybody can no, do that. No, but, but I'm saying... Making but. fun of you and you making fun of me and us sitting at the table... And that's and laughing about it together. That's the thing. That's fucking that these that people don't that understand. people are missing out on. That just and, sucks. And, and, and I know, feel bad for them because they're not fucking. They're not. 
reaping the benefits of comedy and laughing and you know, having a good time. If if I'm sitting, if I'm sitting at a comedy show, if I go, I go to a show and I and I have a seat. Like I'm going, I'm going to go back to the comedy cellar in September. Yeah, going to New York. I'm going back now. If I sit down and there's a black couple on the side of me, have to be black, right? huh? No, but what what I'm what I'm getting at is jokes. Yeah. <laughs> jokes, I know. But what I'm getting at is I'm sitting down with a black couple on the on the side of me, and the comedian starts whether he's black or white starts making jokes about black people or white people, vice you know vice versa between yeah. the both of us. I am not going to hold back my laughter. No, because because no. I'm sitting on the side of this person. Exactly. But have you ever seen the comedy specials what? on TV? Not to cut you off, and I've done it all night, and I'm sorry. Oh, wait, but wait, if no, you fucking put people well, in the frame. Yes, with the exactly. Yes, Somebody makes a black mean. joke. It's a I white know. guy making a Bang, black joke. Black guy. Okay, the, the one black couple in the Do second row. Hey, look, the they're time. laughing. Look, they're yeah. laughing. This is okay. Yeah. This is okay. Exactly. It's they do it all the time. It's such bullshit. Again, Craig, I'm and, sorry. No, but what I'm saying about that, though. Is with it, you know. So I got this this couple on the side of me, and you know whether they're making uh, black jokes or white jokes, I'm gonna laugh if they're fucking funny, right. and that's it. Just like they're and gonna I laugh expect, about fucking dumb fucking gaylord ex- fucking bastards, right? Exactly. And I wouldn't expect them not to laugh, that. you know, vice versa. I'm not gonna hold it back for that for that reason, you know what I mean? Unless he's fucking wearing a blue bandana around his head and he's gonna get pointed sideways at me, then I might not laugh. Well, no. You might not say a word. You might not say a word. No, because that's assault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's, it's just, I find that shit funny. And uh, <coughs> I find everything yep. funny. And if it's funny, it's funny. Is what I'm going Jokes with. are jokes, my friend. Jokes I said it at jokes. the top of the show. Jokes oh, are jokes. And that's it. And, and if you, you know, can't laugh at something that was meant to be funny, then you got bigger issues that I don't want to deal with. Exactly. Well, laugh together, live together. To all you people that, that, you know, get what we're saying, all the power to you, let's have a couple of laughs, let's have some fun. All these people that are wrapped up in the PC stuff that thought that this show was offensive or that other people were, were offensive, take the stick out of your ass and lighten the fuck up. Needless to say, we said it.